Welcome to What's the Word Downtown, a weekly podcast dedicated to mining the depths of the word, a word that's sharp and active in downtown Tyler, Texas. Join Eric, Matt, and Mike as we get the word out at Bethel. Hey, we're back. Welcome to What's the Word Downtown with your pastor, Eric Barton, and me, Matt McGill. Another one of your pastors. Oh, well. And uh, we are going to be looking today at what you talked about on Friday and Sunday. Uh, we got a twofer this past we weekend. Did. We get that once a year. Kind of a threefer Friday. if you think about that's, sunrise service. That's right. That was heavy. That was a full weekend, but full a good weekend. weekend. That's right. A great weekend. Uh, we, are, we, we looked at the death of Jesus mm-hmm. and the... Uh, choice uh, by the people to save Barabbas and uh, to let Jesus be crucified. In fact, to insist that Jesus be crucified. Yeah. Uh, When we choose, we have the choice, Bruner was showing us in the commentary, always between two Jesuses. Mm. What we know that Barabbas was also, uh, or two sons of the father, yeah? Right. Jesus right. and Jesus Barabbas. Was his name also Jesus? Is that they, they... That's a thought. We don't know that yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't let me be putting things out there that we don't know for sure. But you right. essentially, you have, you have a choice perpetually between uh, two sons of the Father. Mm-hmm. Barabbas, the way of power, the way of strength, the way of uh, might, uh, control, if you will. And then you have Jesus, the way of surrender. Uh, am I you tracking with yeah, what I'm totally. Saying? I'm just it's uh, it's probably most wonderfully illustrated in that great theological piece of cinema called Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Okay, where John C. Riley and Will Ferrell's characters are debating about how they like to think of Jesus. Uh, that's I, right. I like my Jesus to be 7.2 pound cute pudgy pink Jesus yeah. laying in the manger. Yeah. John Thorelli says, no, no, no. My Jesus wears a tuxedo shirt because he likes to party a little bit. Party a little bit. And so there's all these expectations and assumptions of what I need my Jesus to be. Mm-hmm. The interesting thrust of scripture is that we don't get to say who Jesus is. We don't get to make him try to fit in any of our constructs or expectations. The people of Israel of that day had an understanding and an expectation of what Messiah, Mashiach, was going to do. He was going to restore their glory. Mm-hmm. He was going to restore Israel's glory, eradicate the Romans. And Which is exactly like, what Barabbas was trying to do. Precisely. In his own strength, look, if God's not going to act, I'm going to force his hand. Which is what Judas had done. Right. Jesus, you're not moving quickly enough. We've got to get this done. And so they're trying to force God's hand for their program for their expectations of national greatness. We've got to make Israel great again. Mm -hmm. I just said that out loud. (laughs) And that wasn't God's program. Mm -hmm. God was more interested in inaugurating a kingdom that resides in human hearts and having a community that is a spirit-drenched, spirit-fed, spirit-led community than some geographic borders with an oligarchy of leaders who may or may not be corrupt, but ultimately Mm -hmm. will be. Mm -hmm. God's got no interest in that. Now, he he will superintend that fallenness, but Messiah is this suffering servant that all the prophets foretold. And yes, he's also the conquering king, but they didn't care about the suffering servant part. They just wanted the conquering king for their sake, then and there. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have the same issues now. We want our Jesus to be uh, a genie that comes out of the lamp or gazoo from the Flintstones mm-hmm. that sits on my shoulder and does my bidding. Mm-hmm. But those things are cartoons. They're not real. And so I always think disappointed. Of, of think, I always think of the propensity for man to think of Jesus as a pocket protector. Uh, you know, I don't know why. Uh, my grandfather used to wear one of these when he was uh, behind the counter uh, uh, dealing drugs. He was a pharmacist. Sweet action. Uh, but but I always thought, like, what a ridiculous... Uh, it's going to protect my little shirt. It's gonna, I'm going to keep it here. It's going to be right where I need it, and it's going to hold the things I want. But ultimately, it's for those who prefer control. Uh, that's it. That's rather, it. Rather than the yeah. sort of dangerous, in a sense, dangerous... Faith, uh, not dangerous faith, but courageous faith. Well, and what you see is the lengths of violence and horror that man mm-hmm. will go to in his own strength, Barabbas, and then sort of replicated in the crowd of this guy does not meet our expectations. We're not just going to put him aside and look for somebody else. No, we're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. We're going to manipulate, we're going to subvert the Roman authority so that our hands are technically, officially, legally clean because we don't have the capacity for capital punishment. We're going to put this man to death because he has so upset us. But it turns out that all of those proceedings of his trials, all those things were all completely under Jesus's control. Mm -hmm. There are seven separate trials. When you reconcile Matthew's gospel with John's, seven separate trials that Jesus leads himself through. They think they're tossing him back and forth like a football. He's leading through seven trials in which he's found innocent every single time. But the, but the commentary that we're looking at says that in each of the trials, the trials are not really Jesus. The trials show the undependability of each group. Of course. The Romans, you know, Pilate, of course. Caiaphas, uh, the people. At each trial, Jesus comes out by not saying a word, just being himself, the victor, yeah, but it's a but it's it's like downward mobility, right? The the further he goes down, uh, and it seems like the people are in control uh, by giving up. He what is the the Abba song? Why do I feel like I win when I lose? I mean, we have this like turning over, this yeah. turning upside down of everything. Uh, so apparently, human institutions are dangerously unqualified to righteously dispense justice. So as much as we think we can gather in a cluster and we can be God corporately, no, no, no. There's still this massive problem of sin that exists, no matter well, how hard I we mean, try. You know, it, 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 we're going to look at the people uh, saying, uh, he must be calling for Elijah. But we know that Elijah came back in the form of John the Baptist, mm-hmm. the greatest born among men, Jesus right. said, and they missed it. Uh, and he was he was leaving the institution, right? He wasn't high on a hill in Jerusalem. He was out in the wilderness in right. the lowlands where people were coming and openly confessing their sins one to another as he said, prepare the way for the Lord. And then the heavens open up. And we're going to see the heavens open up a second time, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew shows us early on when uh, when John, when, when the, the, the dove spirit comes up, the voice of God declares, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Uh, you know, this is at the outset of the minute, bookends the ministry of Jesus. Uh, and, and, and so here the people missed John, and thus they missed Jesus. And when you miss John and you miss Jesus, you actually miss life 
itself. Mm. So when Jesus says of John the baptizer, no one born of women is greater than this guy. Yeah. And yet those who now come after will do even greater things. Mm. We hear that and we go, nah, because John the Baptist was cousin to Jesus. Mm. He was an Old Testament prophet. Mm. He was, he's the guy that baptizes Jesus in the Jordan. How are we doing greater, bigger things? Mm. And that's the point of Easter. Mm. That's the point of Easter is that the gardener, the original gardener, the last Adam sparks off. He, he, he hits the flint rock and in the open tomb, he inaugurates a redemptive recreation where when he calls Mary Magdalene woman, it's a recapitulation of the garden scene of Genesis of there's a new order, almost a new species that is now born where what's really crazy, and it's a little bit heady, but it, I like we have to understand the enormity of, yes, Jesus is alive, and that's huge. And yes, we are found in him, and we are raised to walk in newness of Christ like he is, and that's huge. But it's more profoundly impactful in our walking around lives than I think many of us realize. When Jesus says about John, hey, he's the greatest, and whoever comes after will do greater things, here's what he's talking about. After Genesis 8... The whole world is destroyed by water. God says, I'll never do it again. Right. And so heaven and earth 1.0 pass away. We're living in heaven and earth 2.0 right now. It's the second iteration of heaven and earth. But there's a great grand global cosmic judgment that is poured out on heaven and earth 2.0. And it's the cross of Christ mm. where all the wrath of God, all the judgment for sin is poured out on him. But it's localized into one individual. So imagine the full might and the force of the flood, but instead it's poured out on one person. Mm. Now there will be a third and final judgment where Peter says it's a baptism by fire. Mm. Literally a life, death, burial, raised to walk in newness of life. And that will usher in the newest heaven and earth, 3.0. But what Easter tells us is that what God has done in Christ to people like you and me is he now has... Heaven and earth 3.0 people walking around in the heaven and earth 2.0. Mm. So there are 3.0 people walking around in a 2.0 place. And that's why it hurts so bad. It does. Because we're like, there's a draw, there's a longing. It's like we're that out of seems phase. more home. But I'm here. And it's for God's glory. It hurts so but bad. But when 3.0 people don't know who they are and they're walking around like they're 2.0 people or even worse, 1.0 people... Mm. You get all these conflicts, isms, and schisms, but Jesus is saying, no, 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 there's a new thing. When Paul says the old is gone, the new has come, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that's Isaiah 65, new heaven, new earth language. Mm -hmm. What does the new heaven and new earth look like? Well, we get a foretaste and a foreshadowing in Matt McGill mm -hmm. because you're a 3.0 dude walking around in a 2.0 place. And what is it that makes me a 3.0? Is, uh, is it that I can't, I can't get away from Jesus any longer? Where can I, where, it's like J David's language, where can I flee? Yeah. Uh, wherever I go, you are with me. That that the, the Holy Spirit has opened my heart and my mind through his word, yes. through my experiences, through the love of my wife, through marriage, through children, all of these experiences, I cannot get away from the fact that the highest, clearest, most beautiful picture of God's love has is with me always in Christ on the cross. And, yes, yes, and then you're ever eternally, permanently sealed and indwelled by His Spirit, the presence of God Himself 
in you. The only difference between a full-on 3.0 life and a 3.0 life now is still a presence of sin. There's no other difference. And one day, even that'll be stripped away. But what we see is at Easter is, oh, that's what it's going to look like. There's a human being who is 3.0, that's Jesus, in his glorified body without the presence of sin. That's what we look forward to. I mean, what is it going to be like? Look at Jesus. And isn't it the only way, as we are 3.0 people, we get invited into that posture that can say something like, forgive them for they know not what they do? Yeah, that's I mean, right. It's, 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 the, it's the, the Holy Spirit harnessing or just flowing the, 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 the truth of God's Son through me, with me always. I, I, you know, that's... It's Jesus living his life through you, it's just that it looks like it's Matt McGill because it is Matt McGill. You're created in his image. You become the image of the invisible God. Created and recreated. Exactly. That's the whole beauty. On the daily. Just like the earth was baptized and the earth will be baptized, you Saved and working out my salvation. Correct. Fear and trembling. Correct. Okay. This is going to be a little bit of a sidebar, but I have to know what, this is you, what, we do. what you think of this. He's on the cross, and one of them says, uh, uh, "One of them says, I gotta get a sponge, fill it, fill it with wine, put it on a stick, and offer it to Jesus." Now, here's what here's what Brunner said in the commentary. Now, you can come against, you can tell me if it's wrong. Some some translations say sour wine, mm-hmm. some translations say vinegar, some t- translations say cheap wine. Was this possibly an act of mercy by one? Does he juxtapose? Does he juxtapose those who are mocking him, saying he's calling for Elijah? Yes, see if you can help him now. And and as he says, I thirst. Is this an act of mercy by one who would say, "Let me help. I've got." In other words, that 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 in the same way, the kindness of God leads to repentance. The presence of mercy is a beatitude personified. That is. Blessed are the merciful, merciful, for they shall see God. Is that yeah. a, is that a misapplication? He's looking at God hanging on a cross, and he has to get the wine. He has to. He wants to do something to alleviate that suffering. Is that a is that conjecture and mis misapplication of? It might be conjecture. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what happened. Wow. I think, Good. I think a human being that touched me this week. I had that. never heard that before. I oh. always thought of it as like them pushing something in his face he didn't want to drink, and he doesn't drink it. He and doesn't. he said, "I won't drink the wine, fruit of the vine again until I." Right. But, but there's something there. It's almost whether it's cheap wine, whether it's vinegar, whether it's gall wine. Yeah. The idea is that it's to, in some way, quench a little bit of the thirst or to numb some of the pain or even some of the faculty, which Jesus won't do. But I think it's correct. I also think the guy, in his best efforts, mm-hmm. is missing the point. Interesting. Okay. It's we've said this all the time that if the disciples had actually understood what Jesus was doing at the cross. Now, this is harsh. This is a little bit macabre even. But if they actually understood that the Son of God and Son of Man was coming to defeat death and take away the sin of the world, they would have cheered at the cross. A dance. Dance party. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, that's macabre, and it's it's horrible, and we're also human beings with real feelings, and there was love and affection and attention and relationship and proximity and respect and all those things. And even if they knew all those things, they still can't see the future. There's still some measure of hope that he would have to raise again that... That your eyes would 
Sure. Yeah. It looks for all the world that this is the worst possible end. So what we see is the guy's trying to exhibit mercy, I think, and compassion for Christ, but also that not even he understands. Mm. Mm. And I would say that reveals an even bigger point that, man, a lot of this stuff we should have been ready for 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. It was in the Old Testament scriptures, but there's a veil over our hearts because of sin, because of corruption, that it requires the Spirit of God to illumine the Word of God. Saul of Tarsus had the same scriptures, and he didn't get it. So just us sitting down with our Bible as an act of the will and going, I'm going to figure all this out. No, 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 no. It has to be done with God's Spirit. has to be done as God's people. And that's when things like Easter and the resurrection of Christ on the first day, the Lord's Day, all of those things, that's when it really begins to percolate and carbonate our souls. So we go, whoa, 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 this is a whole lot more than just Jesus comes to earth, he lived, he died, he was raised again, and mm -hmm. man, that's great. Now i got to mm -hmm. accept Christ and mm -hmm. get on with my life until mm -hmm. I die. No, 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 no. That We encourage one another and go, listen, we are a 3.0 people. And you even look at Mary Magdalene. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about, oh. probably for the remainder of our time, Come honestly, on. because that's something that, you know, we have creation and we have man. We have, it's not good for man to be alone. We have the uh, deliverance from Adam of woman, uh, last flesh of my flesh, bone of my bones. Uh, uh, he's complete. He knows uh, Jerry Maguire type love now. <laughs> right, right, right. But, uh, but, 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 uh, but it, it is the woman who sees that the fruit is beautiful, who knows that it will bring her knowledge, uh, but but she and, and all of these good things about it, but she wants it on her time, mm -hmm. and she takes and she eats and and then uh, he eats and then he passes the buck back to her and and it, and we have you know what we've had for all these many, many a complete many years. inversion. But right. the beginning of recreation, the beginning of recreation, the empty tomb starts with women. It starts with the uh, 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 the claims of women that, as you said yesterday or two days ago, wouldn't even been admissible at that day and time in court. Right. You have something like Jesus, and throughout his ministry, by the way. Oh, throughout his ministry, the ennobling, the dignifying of those who the people of his day, the Jews of his day, said, "Thank God, I'm not a woman, a slave, or a Gentile." Right. And the first three Christians. Woman, slave, Gentile. You've preached that through mm -hmm. Philippians, isn't it right? In Acts 16. Acts yeah. 16. So here you have the beginning of the new creation, uh, that is, uh, new creations in Christ, but also a recreation, The uh, not even a winding back of the clock, but there is this sense of like, let's go back. We got to go way back. To get to the future, we got to go back to the past, you know, yeah. and, and, and to, uh, to begin this thing again, he begins with Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. A problematic, for sure, mm. woman uh, who uh, loved Jesus. Was she the one that uh, that caused Judas to split after she broke the uh, the oil over his head, anointing him with oil with a year's worth of wages? Or was that a different, can we not say that? We don't know for, for sure. sure. I, we don't know for sure. So there's two different anointings of Jesus, mm -hmm. one in Mark, one in Luke, and different places. One's in Jerusalem, one's in Galilee. But clearly... She is a significant, super significant character. I mean, I said it on Sunday, other than Jesus, she seems to be the most central figure in all the crucifixion and resurrection narratives. Now, that's a big, big thing to say. Apart from Christ, she's the central figure. So it's woman 
There's a, we like to say things like redemptive recreation, or I like to say recapitulation, because it's not even an undoing, it's a, it's a, from within a, a, a correction, a redemption. I mean, all the things we're trying to say, it's her. I mean, she is this one who feels intensely, who is the chaos and the void, having been possessed by seven unclean spirits. And it is Jesus who lays claim to her as, in a sense, father and brother and Lord and groom and all of these things that he's the fulfiller mm -hmm. of all of her need, which is profound. Mm -hmm. And we see even the lowest of the low, the, the total outcast. I mean, listen, this woman would have been beyond the fringe of society, unreachable. And all of the religion Mary, of the day, Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. But she, she was not a prostitute. So we don't really know that. No. In fact, Officially, Roman Catholicism has had to, in the last uh, century, go back and uh, officially apologize. And but say, she had a measure of affluence, which means that she worked outside of the... Right. What uh, we think the, is she's probably an innkeeper, and mm -hmm. so people have assumed that that meant harlotry. It doesn't necessarily. We know in the town where she's from, Magda... She's probably an innkeeper. Maybe was is a she widow? like an Annie Oakley type? Like Maybe. she's a strong woman that yeah. steps outside of a man's world and says, "I'm going to go and patronize this Jesus because she, I believe in him." Maybe, and she's from a tough area. I mean, the northwest yeah. corner of the Galilee is rough. It was a military garrison. It's a fishing town. I mean, it's and apparently she's unmarried, either widowed, possibly divorced. We don't know, but. She is sort of the utter outsider that is brought straight into the center, which is so, so encouraging. It's and just like Mary, Jesus's mother. Right. I mean, the whole gospel begins with what we believe is the first Christian, that is, who had Jesus birthed within her. Yeah. Allowed him to... I mean, it wasn't like God picked Joseph and he flicked off part of his arm and then right. there grew Jesus. Jesus came through... A yeah, woman. No doubt. And then the woman who finds the empty tomb is the one who claims, who she's go and tell. And then you think about the woman at the well who goes into Samaria and tells everybody after everything that he had done. You have this continual repetition of Jesus engaging with women, mm -hmm. eliciting their faith, yeah, or rather responding to their faith that God has given them, and uh, and this is a new this is a new way forward. I don't think that most people understand how Jesus. Most people now, right? We we just wake up and we're born in 1976. We don't realize how the the lifting up of women has has been synonymous with the gospel and the and the change in society. Is yeah. that, I mean, is that, it's a big thing to say. Huge thing. Particularly in the Eastern Roman Empire, the reason, the reason the gospel flourished was because it's the gospel and the right. hand of God was on it. But societally, one of the distinctives of Christianity in the first century was the dignifying of women. Luke makes a really big point, particularly in Luke 8, of naming all these women who financially supported the ministry of Jesus. Luke is a great proponent in both his gospel and in the book of Acts of making a really big deal about women. There's this dignifying that says, hey, she is not, she's not property. There's no sort of New Testament furthering of this patriarchal, domineering nonsense that we like to claim. 
No, no, no. She's made in the image of God as well. And, and there's primacy. And there's order. And it's good. And we get to talk about that here. But very that's soon. what I was going to say. Look at what you're going to be preaching next week in Ephesians. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. I mean, look, when we're sitting in counseling, I'm seeking to help the man understand. You don't have to do anything other than let Jesus take over you. Because that's what's going to make your wife draw close to you. It's yeah. not going to be your heavy hand. It's not going to be your domineering voice. It's going to be you making a space for Jesus to minister to your wife's needs. Yeah. That's going to, that's what's going to draw. And that's, I mean, that's the foundation of the family. That's Everything. the provision for the children to understand what, you know, the normative Christian path is. You know, in other words, because of Easter, mm -hmm. just to tie all this yeah, up together yeah, and prepare us for next. Yeah. Because of Easter, because we are 3.0 people, and then more specifically, because we are 3.0 males yes. living in a 2.0 place and time, we get to look at our wives and then stop and look at them again and think, if the risen Lord Jesus was standing in front of this woman right now, mm -hmm. how would he comfort her? What would he say to her? Would he look at her with frustration and resentment and as an object who has failed to please him? Or would he think of, I love her so much for her sake. I want her good above my own. Because that's what the scriptures are. Peter, right of Hebrews, uh, Paul again and again are telling us, this is how we are to engage with our wives the way that Jesus would. Am I Jesus? No. But we're 3.0 people. Has he held anything back from you? No. No. That's the thing. And so that's revolutionary. And he has the power and he has the capacity to intuit uh, what's going on. And you, you, you wonder about what's going on with women. You know, mm -hmm. you see that again and again. And, you know, there's the, I mean, maybe it's Jesus coming up with, in a sense, without a father. We know he had this heavenly father, mm -hmm. but Joseph, I mean, remember when the, when, when the Pharisees said to, uh, to Mary, uh, we know, or we said to Jesus, we know who our father is basically calling Jesus a bastard a little bit right there. And then, and Jesus, I mean, there's a sort of a heart of sensitivity that grows up when a, when a boy, yeah, alongside his mother who would have otherwise been an outcast. And she, I don't, it's just, it's, it's, it's a colossal shift uh, in, in mankind that Christ has brought to us. No doubt. No doubt. The way it always should have been now is already and not yet. But we, because of Easter, get to be the walking around first fruit and flicker and foreshadowing of that which was always supposed to have been, it's begun. Mm. It's begun. Mm. I mean, the old C.S. Lewis quote, the rightful king has now landed. And we get to be a part of his campaign of sabotage. It's a good way to live. Yeah. All right. Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, Ephesians 5? 22 to 33. Boom. We'll see you then, okay? Bye, guys. God bless.